welcome to episode 19 of Danger Town. Now, this is a very special episode because we are doing our first themed episode. This is our Halloween episode. Yeah! This is Halloween, magic, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween! It's gonna get spooky up in here. Catchphrase. Etc. What? <laughs> I just wanted to be included and didn't have anything to say, okay? Cut <laughs> me some slack. Last we caught up with our adventurers, they had just landed at the floating tower. And uh, they're uh, they're all together at this point. We went to yes. again. And we we finally just discovered or realized that we were on the back of a giant turtle. Yes. That you did. Very important detail. Yeah, Very somehow, important. Somehow detail. these these bright people turtle. missed that the first time. We we were just looking straight at the building. We didn't look around much, we just went straight to the target. We were we were on a mission. Yes. Well also like, a dog was in charge. We asked Samuel where to go. <laughs> None. We were, like, made the decision ourselves. That's true. That's a very valid point. Samuel was handling the business, and yeah. we followed Samuel's lead. <laughs> he was in charge. He handles our paperwork and our taxes. Barkson. Mr. Barkson. Welcome to episode 19 of Danger Town. <laughs> Talk about a cold open. So the last we saw our adventurers, uh, they had just landed at the floating tower. Uh, and Drisk was there, standing and waiting for them. Uh, and yeah, what uh, what's everyone doing? Uh, I'm still tripping out about the turtle mostly. I'm just staring off, and I'm like, what a big turtle! Just like I do with like most things that yeah. I find fascinating, I just kind of stare off, and I'm like, wow, that's a big turtle. Um, I am marveling at. Valentine's Marvel, because I'm like, oh, and I'm switching between Swans' Marvel, and I'm just appreciating. You know when you show a TV show to a friend, and you watch them watch it? That's what I'm doing <laughs> to my friends right now. I'm watching them watch what's going on. Perfect. And what's uh, what's Mika doing through all this? She's grabbing Driskin's butt. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Oh, it's caught. It's scaly. There's, and, and there's a tail. <laughs> Let me. Let me. She's gotta go. Gotta go under and really cup upwards to get a hold of it. That's that takes extra effort. Just giving him a little pat pat. No, I'm just making flirty eyes. I'm not. No. What? What? Wait. Wait. Can you? Can Can you please describe what Mika's flirty eyes look like? Because I feel like what Mika considers flirty eyes are not what most other people consider to be flirty eyes. It's a cross between a glare and like looking like I'm falling asleep. Are you like yeah, doing that, that thing right. where you're trying to wink, but you don't know how to wink, so you're just blinking really hard? That's exactly <laughs> what's happening. I'm picturing Mika flirting like uh, the outtake of Terminator 2 when Arnold Schwarzenegger tries to smile. Uh-huh. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> pretty embarrassing. Hey, hey, she's just hopeless and awkward and desperate for love, everyone. I think it's more like Azula from Avatar The Last Airbender. Or I could just like butts. You don't even like, you don't care about Drisk, just the butt. It's a very real possibility. Mika is in a relationship with Drisk's butt. <laughs> so so uh, Drisk sort of watches you guys marveling at uh, both the, the turtle and the each other. And uh, he says, so what's, uh, what's the condition down there? How are things? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hell. <laughs> Seven uh, levels of That's fucked. a loaded question. Yeah, it's all fucked. Also, what were you doing where you're not even paying attention, lazy ass? Oh, I'm sorry, that's right. 
time flows stupid here, yeah, so you probably don't even know what the fuck. Yeah, going it's probably on. ten years past, Wait, and all of our friends are dead. I feel like everyone's now. ganging up on me right now. Sorry, we've been through a lot in the last yeah, twenty-four we're hours. Stressed. I'd like to be up on you, but that's a different story. Ooh, wow, we went Mika. Hi. I am so much older than you. Two hundred years. What's a few hundred years when you're immortal? And time passes stupid in here, so. so well, that's true. I'm actually, technically, I'm only sixty, but you know, time passes differently, and etc. Yeah, so you're just making shit up. Hey, what's age but a number? Anyway, haha, she thinks you're hot, so let's continue with our mission. <laughs> hey, so, you saw Aldra, didn't you? Oh, we saw Aldra. We saw her. How's she holding like up? That. So, uh, like... <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, we just saw her, like, and had a conversation with her. That's... That, that's... That's it. I don't want... I don't want... I don't want Swanson giving you any ideas of things that did not happen when I'm we sorry saw Aldra. Sorry if my tone implies that more was happening. It's just uh That's his normal tone. You know, shit's fucked down there. Shit's just real fucked. <laughs> he likes I, her butt, now let's move on. I like I like that. I mean that's Swanson, not wrong. Swanson can't say anything without sounding like he's flirting, and Mika can't flirt without sounding like she's intimidating. Like <laughs> and both I'm of- tracks. <laughs> <laughs> So Drisk says, um, "Well, did you um, did you see four tens when you were there?" Oh no, Super didn't see four tens. Did yeah. you see four tens? We, we did not look. We did not make an effort to I see four tens. I didn't notice four tens. Four tens. Maybe three tens. Hmm. Well, we we need four tens to command the Ravenwood army. Um, the uh, the dwarves of Red Mountain are on their way, right? Yeah, but Drisk, you should have told us this last time we saw you so we could have found her and did shit. Uh, hold on. Yes. The dwarves of Red Mountain are on the way? That's that's what we did the thing for. Oh, yeah. That's why you... you, you we like, like, that was like 15 minutes ago, man. I'm sorry. I'm still tripped out by this turtle. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk to swans for an hour. Also, what's with the, the turtle? Does it have a name? Yeah, what's what is with the turtle? Yeah, its name is Steven. Is its name Steven? Oh, it, it does not have a name. Now it's it a does, turtle. and it's Steven. Has it like? Is this like a chicken and egg thing? Has it always been? Does nobody know where this turtle came from, or did like what? Or what's the story here? Well, when the guardians were fleeing persecution, they we uh, found that we could travel to the astral plane, and so. We we looked for a safe place, uh, and obviously the astral plane is a is a very dangerous place in general. But obviously, this um, this turtle and this island were already here, and we just constructed the tower on the back of a turtle. Did you ask the turtle? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. How does Stephen feel about did you this? Look, what was your budget? We what kind of real estate agent did you have? The... Where they were like, oh, floating turtle. Floating tower, make it up. I, I I lean into Drisk. I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm giving you such a hard time. I don't know you. I just really like need to fit in with the rest of the group. It's it's been a while. I'm just trying to like keep pace with them. This is you, know, you, you understand. <laughs> Who are you, Valentine? Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> yeah, he did ask that, and we didn't answer him because we don't like Drisk. I like Drisk. Everyone trolls Drisk so hard, and it makes me so sad sometimes. 
Valentine von Valentinian, and I offered to shake his hand. Drisk, this is this is the guy we were talking about. Remember when we came here the first time and we were like, "Hey, have you seen our friend?" Our cool friend. Okay, that that makes sense. Uh, well, he he should probably get. Oh, you gotta touch the big statue. He should probably get attuned then. Yes. Oh yeah. He Drink definitely needs Kool-Aid. to get attuned. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> please tell me that's not a euphemism. It's no. it's uh it's not a euphemism. Thank You're gonna you. get attuned. You're gonna be a guardian for real. See now now I'm even, I'm even right. less I'm even less convinced that it's not a euphemism than I was before you said it's not a euphemism. Now okay, I can't be the one to say it. Somebody else say it. Okay, you need to say the words right, or the big statue will be meaning to you forever. Okay. Also, I, I, I'm I not a they're just yeah. confusing you. I'm, just I'm, follow me. I'm confused, me. but at least I'm convinced it's not a euphemism, which is a it's an improvement. What, did he, what was I supposed to tell him? I don't. What was I supposed to say? I don't just, remember the words. You just, just, just follow me downstairs. Yeah, uh, do that. Do, do that, that. Do that. You do that. We'll we'll be here. I'm gonna keep staring at this turtle. I know what? It's Steven. It's Steven. I want to get to know Steven. Steven. Go talk to Steven. I'm going to the head. <laughs> Ask him how his weekends are. I'm gonna. Know what a weekend is. Oh man, because time is weird weekend. here. Maybe weekend. he doesn't know what the time is. He could be a party animal on weekends. What if Steven is God, dude? <laughs> <laughs> can we put a party hat on God? I can't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Val Drisk leads you into the tower, um, and he he takes you inside, and it's this like you know twenty foot tall entryway and stuff. The 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 tower is made out of this very smooth looking stone. You can't see you know any uh, individual bricks or anything like that. It seems like this whole thing was probably created through magic. Uh, you head down this long staircase that wraps around uh, the inner edge of the tower, uh, and as as you go down, the the walls uh, start to be made of this uh, black stone instead of gray. At the bottom, you see the statue of Zael, this blind beholder. All you have to do is you're going to place your hand on the statue and say, Zael, give me sight so I may protect the people of this and all lands. Alright, alright. Reach, reach out, put my hand on. Zael, give me sight, even though... You, you don't have it, but I'd like it. So that I can protect the people of these lands. I hope editorializing is acceptable. No, it's not. It's no, it's super not. Face make an arcana check at disadvantage. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> we told you! We literally I told you. Warn. Yeah, you said I had to remember them. I remembered them. No! Same exact Trap said you, you have to say them exactly. Natural one. That's <laughs> worth <laughs> Just had to be a smartass. <laughs> you take... It's literally my character's flaw. You take... Three lightning damage as you are shocked <laughs> by the statue. Yeah! Drisk just sort of, sort of shakes his head a bit. Is my hair says, standing on end? It, well, it already was, but now it's No, but frizzier. like, it was quaffed on end before. Now it's... Oh. <laughs> straighten. Yes. Um... And Driss just sort of shakes his head and is like, "Draw again. You know the words." Uh, now he forgot them. Zael, <laughs> give me sight so that I may protect the people of these lands. And I clo- he closes his eyes oh, and, so and clinches. Oh. 
make a regular arcana check? <laughs> oh, was, was there a smart-ass penalty before? No, you no, still didn't get the words right. right. You were so No, close, I know, but because I had disadvantage before. Uh, 14. Okay, with a 14, you stumble over one word, uh, and the, the statue seems like it's going to spark you again. Um, but then it sort of uh, calms down, and you feel this wave of energy pass through your hand and up through your body, uh, and then it sort of settles, and the, the, the rune on your hand glows bright purple and then almost white, and then it cools back down. And uh, Drisk says, well, now you're a guardian. Fantastic. Does it always hurt this much? Uh, no, not for most people. Well, okay, good, some, good enough. Some people. And he looks over at, at Trax. And then he kind of averts eye contact, like he's he, trying to pretend like he wasn't looking. And then he says, Alright, let's, uh, let's return upstairs. I need to go to my study. I'm going to see if I can uh, do anything to, to track down Fortens. Uh, and, and as we leave, I press to digitate uh, a middle finger on the front of the statue. So press to digitate, like, you want to create a hand that's flipping it off? Mark, you can create markings on, on surfaces. I'm basically graffitiing it. It only lasts for an hour. I'm, okay. Uh, I'm graffitiing just a, a big middle okay. finger right on the front of the statue. Yeah, that happens. Okay, cool. That's, I'm glad um, that's all you have to say. All right, so Drisk leads all of you upstairs um, into sort of the entryway, uh, and he continues up to his steady, um, and the uh, you all are just sort of left here. And I think uh, you might maybe have something to talk about. Hey, Val. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened to you? So, a uh, couple questions. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm all ears. First question. You fucked up the words, didn't you? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. You smell kind of singy. Did you get Yeah. Sick? I pat the top of my head, make sure there's no smoke. No, I'm fine. Okay, sure. Doesn't smell like burnt hair at all. Not at all? I mean, that's no. just how I always smell. No, it isn't. But <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I mean, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, okay. Second question. Where the fuck were you? With Demacus. What? <laughs> sure. For like a, a we were all with Demacus. You were with Demacus, the god king Demacus that we totally believe in or whatever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly where I was. Oh, okay. Why were you with Demacus? Oh, man, that, I, wish, I wish I had an answer to that one. Sounds pretty. Uh, sounds pretty ominous. Kind of mysterious. Suspicious. I mean, yeah. you obviously didn't do much with him because he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. You got your limbs and shit. That's that's what's got me curious. If this God King Demacus is supposed to be such a fucking Scary big deal, bad, yeah. awful person or whatever, and you're still intact? I mean, he did this, and I like. Ooh untuck and lift up part of my motley and just reveal just just the nastiest just yellow and purple welts and bruises just all around my torso mm-hmm it's gross as hell it look it looks like there's a rib that's like kind of out of place how did we know you didn't always have those? Oh my God. I should probably get that looked at actually I see his bruising and I'm like uh are you admiring the bruising like ooh yeah some 
I'm, I'm leaning close. I'm investigating your bruises, and I'm looking carefully. I'm like, okay, that looks pretty legit. Thank you. I poke it one of the bruises. Ow! Okay, I'll check Okay, out. okay. I'll check your story out. checks out. Your story <laughs> checks out. This is Val we're talking about. He's our yeah. friend. Why uh, don't we just trust him off the bat? I'm sorry. I would normally, under normal circumstances, I would love to trust Val, but he did disappear for quite some time. And he could be a clone? He could maybe be a he disguise. was kidnapped. Yeah, maybe he was kidnapped. Was maybe kidnapped. he's a double agent. Double agent. Or maybe he's just like what I do, where I turn into other people, and this isn't actually Val. Boom. What's my favorite color? I don't know. Wow. Okay, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> like an imposter would have lied. You said you were kidnapped. Who took you? The goo, it sounds like. <laughs> that, yeah, we all gotta watch out for that. That one is a complicated question that I need to seek the answers to. Ooh! Okay, so... Yes? Swanson's raising a hand in the back of the class. Yes. Did you happen to have a vision? Of? I mean, I, I have vision most of the time when I'm not asleep. I didn't say vision. I said a vision. A vision. We all had a vision about, like, things being on fire and everything going to hell. I, 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 I did have that vision, and then I, I fell into that vision. And then I landed in the Imperial jail cell. Okay. I'm gonna need some straight answers here. Yeah, this is. How did you get taken? Where did you go? How did you get back? Okay, okay, okay. Describe what you experienced to us when we jumped into the chest full of goo in Hommel's basement, which Word is a weird pictures. sentence. Word <laughs> pictures. So I'm I'm in the goo. You're all around me. I can tell. I could reach out and touch you if I wanted Fall to. Away. But I didn't. I don't, you know. Uh, <laughs> and as I'm going. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it was. You okay? Okay, I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> and as I'm going, I suddenly feel something take a hold of me, just around my entire body, and I'm forcefully yanked from the stream, and I find myself in the grip of a, a massive metal creature, a, just a behemoth of patchwork metals and and energies i think i think it's tied to to the goo it seemed to be powered by the goo which may explain why it was able to pierce through the veil and grab a hold of me and and it it was in the the palace of Democus. what does it, uh i don't know what it was, it was just chilling like at his feet grabbing things out of goo and giving them to him. Like a child that brings sticks and stuff it finds in the woods to its to its nanny. Or like a puppy. What the? Or a puppy. Well, what kind of <laughs> nanny did you have that accepted sticks and stuff from the forest? It, so it sounds like it was kind of like a, like, a, like a dog, a, a puppy, puppy, or a cat like bringing a, a dead bird or into the stick. house. More, yeah. more a hunter. Okay. That's... That's uh, ominous. So what ominous. did Demarcus say? He he interrogated me. I kept kept my lips tight, and and as a result, was and I kind of just feels his side and winces. Uh, and and after which I was I was thrown in his uh, his 
dungeon. Fuck. Did you make friends? I neither. No. <laughs> okay, I'm no. Just what uh, what does Demacus look like? So Demacus is this uh, this young-looking guy. Um, he's he's got this like permanent looking like extremely tired and he has this extremely arrogant air to him. Yeah, that's like a douchebag. He Oh my well, god. I think Val can uh, attack. He's a douchebag. <laughs> but I we, we I knew that already. He looks like the kind of person who would have a painting of himself <laughs> on like a very regal horse like right above his bed. He looks like this dude I know. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a tool. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Great. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he throws me in this dungeon. I'm locked down there. I'm not sure where I am or how far away I am. I, uh, I stage a daring escape. I, uh, I convince the guards to, to move me to another cell and use that opportunity to break free of their grip and bolt for it. Losing them quickly in the process. I'm a ghost. Damn. It's wild. But as I as I work my way out of this labyrinthine, endless dungeon, I'm I'm set upon again by this creature, this monstrous golem. No way. Who, who, who waylays me and returns me to my cell. Damn, dog. Oh my god! A failed escape attempt? I mean, I'm here, so, you know, 50-50? Yeah, but you failed the first time. I consider it all one large, this is the first step of a larger, grander escape attempt. Well, buddy, it sounds so his like... his plan uh, was to get caught. <laughs> sounds I, like uh, here I am. a tough time. Here I am. So, as you guys are talking, Mika, could you make a constitution saving throw for me at disadvantage? What?! The fuck? Okay. Cool, 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 cool. You're totally my favorite DM. That's what mm -hmm. you are. Alright, Mika, what'd you get? Sad. I got sad. <laughs> she rolled the sad. She rolled the sad. It's just a die with a bunch of emojis on it. I rolled an eight. There's a little. a little tremble in the air around you all. Um, okay, Mika, look at the chart. What are you feeling right feeling. now? Look at, I have a bad feeling! Look at the chart. Which, which a emotion? Bad feeling. Wait, hold up. Mika's right. Something ain't right. Something's, <laughs> something's off. Okay, Swanson, look at your chart. Which one? Which one are you feeling? I'm feeling overwhelmed and anxious. The, Valentine, Valentine holds up a little his, bit of fear. his arm and his hand is gone. He goes, no! I'm fading away. What? What? Where are you going? Where are you going? I try it and try and hold on to Valentine. Val, what's happening to you? I just pop my hand out of my sleeve. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I punch you in your ribs. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Do I take damage? You take yeah. friendship yeah. damage. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points of friendship damage. <laughs> Ten points of friendship. I just look—I kind of look at him and I cock an eye around. What did you learn? Wait until my ribs are healed before making great jokes. <sighs> you didn't learn anything. You don't need anything. healed ribs. 
to lose friendship. As you wince from the friendship damage, um, <laughs> you all feel a burst of cold air, which is strange considering the astral plane doesn't feel like it has air. It doesn't feel like it has temperature. It's perfectly climate um, controlled. We're still and we're yet, still in the tower, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're in the um, you're you're in the entryway. Can we see our breath? <laughs> Good question. Now you can, yes. Oh shit. Drisk! Where's the magic AC? D- does the astral plane normally feel like like the room temperature yes, room? Yes, it, it no it, it it normally feels like the room temperature room. Um but uh you feel this this cold burst of air and you can all see your breath and uh suddenly like your your fingertips start to hurt and it starts getting like extremely cold. Uh and a black doorway appears in the middle of the floor. Hey guys, I don't feel so well. Is everyone else seeing what I'm seeing? The door appears um, on the the flat side. Uh, Val and Swanson, you're on opposite sides of it. Uh, and on the narrow side, Trax and Mika. And this is like a full-on like like door frame with a black door in it. With a, so, this... so it's not like a portal, it's just a literal physical, like you could knock a on the door. A literal Yes, a literal door. So literally just a door showed up. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, ooh, it's got smoke and shit around it, you can't move and you yeah, can't okay, see each okay. other. No, so, just a door. So it it got really goddamn cold, we can see our breath, and a door showed up. And our fingers hurt. Yeah, the, all signs point to this is going to be good. Yeah, exactly. Is there a peephole in the door? There is not. What do I have to roll to knock on the door? You can just knock on it. I knock on the door! Okay, so you knock on the door. You're on the side, so you kind of, like, knock on the door frame. I'm still knocking on the door. <laughs> Is okay. anything happening? You knock on the door, and what should be just sort of a light knock is actually this deep, echoing knock, almost as if you, you've just banged on the, the door of a cathedral, and you can hear it echoing throughout the entire thing. Mika, you do not know your own strength. This is true. That was loud, huh? I want to open the door. Can I just take a nap? Do we have to go through the door? Well, I mean, are you going to sleep with this thing around Mika, here? if you're going to open the door, you're going to have to pick a side. Because you're at the side of the door, literally. Yep. Scott's just quoting movie trailers. I move next to Swanson to open the door. Okay. I'm writing an action to wave to Mika if the door opens and it just is a <laughs> doorway. Side of it. Yeah. I'm just Everybody get ready. Play. I already have my hand on my bow, but I don't wanna. I'm ready. Mika opens the door, and suddenly everything goes black. Fuck. It's a spooky, spooky Halloween episode. Like everything goes black, like we get knocked out, or everything goes black, like it's just dark now, but we can still hear shit. It's just dark. You can't hear. You can't hear anything, and you also can't feel anything. Oh, so we're in a void. Cool. You're, Wait, so, you're so there was so just sort of in sleep? space. Because I haven't experienced sleep in three weeks, so this could be it now. They've updated sleep. They've updated sleep. That's what it is. <laughs> and suddenly, the four of you find yourselves in a corridor. What? Now, together. This corridor, yes. All all four of you appear Some next bugs? to each other in a corridor. I feel really and. This uh, this corridor, it feels like something that would be in an old, uh, abandoned, falling apart house, um, and you can see that the uh, the wooden walls appear to be like peeling, and it's all like black paint, 
and uh, you can see where there like used to be carpet and it's all been pulled back and it's all just this like this splintery wood underneath your feet it's a fixer-upper yeah I mean who puts the carpet over the original wood anyway right Baby I, ca- I cast dancing lights I know oh. a cantrip did you know I forgot until just now I know a cantrip <laughs> you cast dancing <laughs> lights uh, and there's a, a very small flurry of light, and suddenly it's extinguished. And the oh, hallway goes great. back to being dark. I never said it was a good cantrip. Mika, Mika, just just, just go through the walls. Go <laughs> through the walls. Through the walls. Just take a hard left and just go. We'll follow you. At Question. The end of the... Yes. Is it still cold? It is still pretty cold. It's not like freezing at this point. You're not you're not getting frostbite or anything. Are we still seeing our breath? A little bit, yes. I'm okay. gonna put my fuzzy hood up. Alright, alright. I've got ear slots for my biggie. So I, I exhale a few breaths in front of my face and I hold up my hands because they still feel weird and numb and tingly and I'm like, Hey guys, I I don't think we should probably stay here a long time. Right, Assuming we can wall. even figure out how the fuck to get out. Yeah, you know, I wasn't gonna build a summer home. Not feeling great about this. Not not feeling good. But I bet we could turn it around and, you know, make a profit on this. That's entirely possible. I mean, it's a nice change that we're still all together. I'm liking that part yeah. of it, but the, the yeah. part I don't like is that I can still see my breath, my hands are numb and tingly, and this looks like a fucking hell house. Do you not like cold? I don't like cold. Um, it's a I pull an extra one. pair of gloves out of my... <laughs> Out of my bag and throw them I give out. you a scarf. <laughs> I prefer warmer climates as a tiefling. Ooh, history over he here. He means <laughs> hell. <laughs> what? With that, you so hear a match. loud creaking sound and a deep thundering boom. And suddenly, at the end of the hall, where before it just seemed to be a wall, there is now a gray door with a copper handle. Let's not go through that mm. door. Nope. There, uh, nope. there appears to be a small placard on that door. What does it say? Mm, no, sir, I don't like it. I am drawing a line in the fucking sand. Do not read the placard. You'd have to get a little closer to read I the placard. I get closer to the door to read the placard, and I put I put on fake glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I gave those to her. They, they actually had the big nose and the grouchy marks and mustache on exactly. them, too. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you got them at Hommel's shop. Is, uh, oh, is, someone, is someone heading over to me. read the placard? Me. It's me with the fake glasses. I <laughs> <laughs> did not feel close. Was that not obvious? <laughs> what else would I put on fake glasses to go read the placard? Fair. You know, Mika, I should have thought of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm the dumbass. Mika, you walk over with your fake glasses and take a look at the placard. Uh, and it just says tracks on it. <gasps> tracks, it has your name on it. Well, then I'm super not going through that door. <laughs> it means you're meant to buy the fixer-upper and turn a profit. I own that door. I said, it has your name on it. We must buy this fixer-upper. Wait, it has Trax's name on it? Yeah, it says Trax. That is all. Trax. Hey, Trax. <laughs> well, good thing I can't read. <laughs> hey, Trax. Maybe, maybe don't go over there. <laughs> you know, you know, Seriously, buddy old pal, I think you think that's a good idea. Why is so no one listening to my barrel through the walls there. option? Because I like knocking on doors. I knock on the door. And the knock echoes uh, as if um, 
again as if it's a large cathedral or something like that. Um, but that's that's all that happened. Nope, don't like that. Nothing happened. Okay, well then. You do notice that around you, this hallway leads down to this door, but you don't see any other doors. We make our own doors. <laughs> okay. So, Mika, please. it looks like I guess, this I is guess our, this only, is our option. only way out Not our only option. I've been proposing another option for like ten minutes now. You want me to barrel through the wall? Okay. No, I, I, I no, beef up okay. my shoulder. Nothing's gonna happen, you guys. It, I slap okay. it really hard, and I slam against the wall. You slam against the wall? Go ahead and uh, roll a... Roll a... Straight. Athletics check for me. Oh, that's the one she's good at. That's the one I'm good at. <laughs> nice. What did I roll? Oh, 24! 24. All right. With a 24, <laughs> you run and slam against the wall, and the wall crumbles underneath you to reveal another section of hallway. Oh. And at the end of this hallway, there's another door with another placard. So she doesn't just come through like the other side of the same hallway and just like fall back into it? No, like, she... Different hallway. Okay. Different hallway, different door. We just keep doing this. We just keep doing this all day long. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing like, like you don't assume we're trapped just because there's two hallways. Like that's not an inordinate number of hallways. But I'm confused about the orientation because I'm slamming into the door, the, the, the wall that's right next to the the door. It's two hallways that are parallel yeah. to each other. Yeah. So no. Oh. They're... Okay. Cool. Oh, are they not? Wait. Hold on. I may no. Are they not? They're per- no perpendicular. What does the other door say? Oh, like well, who's close enough to read it? Are you going to go read it? Like, like, wait. So the place she slammed into the wall is like the mouth of the next hallway. Yes. Okay. I'll go read this other door. Trax, take my fake glasses. You might need them. And Trax, as you go over and take a look, uh, you see Swanson's name. Hey, hey, Swanson, this one's for you. God It's your it. dream house. Um, yeah, bullshit, that's a dream house. <laughs> Wait, so if I just um, keep breaking and breaking, can we find all the door? Can we just find everyone's doors? Other, better question, can we go into each other's doors? Oh, hey I opened Swanson's door. So has everyone sort of moved into this hallway? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be left behind. Again. Yeah. Uh, Val, I'm going to say that you, sort of out of habit, look uh, over your shoulder. That and good. And uh, you notice that the hallway behind you is gone. And you, you're you all just in this single hallway now with Swanson's name on the placard. As you attempt to open the door, you can't. Oh. What? No, we can't open each other's doors. Should I? Should Fuck. I? <laughs> Or Should like, I like slam into off. another wall? I mean, yes. Yeah. Let's not give up on that strategy just yet. Mika, make a constitution save with disadvantage for me. Why? Oh. What did I do? Why am I being punished? Because you're trying to throw yourself against a wall. Yeah, fair. But it happened earlier without provocation. 22, bitch! Wait, that was only one roll. You get a roll with disadvantage. Give me one more. 25. Nothing happens. Sweet Lord, why? Why me? (laughs) All right. Open your door, Swanson. See what you want. 
I, I, I look around at everybody. I kind of have this like look of resignation on my face, and I hold up my numb hands, and I'm like, let's be real. We're, we're gonna have to open the door, so I'm gonna open my door. I'm just gonna go for it. Because at this point, fuck it. All right, Swanson, you open your door. And as you do, uh, in front of you is a dark room, and there's a single light pointed at the, uh, what looks like the center of this room. It just has sort of a gray, sort of concrete-looking floor. Uh, and that uh, a spotlight seems to be calling you to it. Go to the lamp, Sons. Don't go to the lamp. I crack my neck. I'm going in. Can we go with them? Wait, are we even here? Yeah, we're there. We saw him open so, the door. We're there. As Swanson walks in. No, we all walk at the same time. So as Swanson walks through the doorway, um, the the rest of you disappear and reappear in that same room. Um, and you all can't see each other. Um, you, you looking down at yourselves, at your hands, you, you appear invisible, each of you. Um, but Swanson, who walks to the middle of the room, um, is completely visible. You can hear each other, but Swanson can't hear you. Swanson. What are you doing? Just working your way to the center of the room? I walk into the room and like, I heard them walking behind me, but then obviously I turn and nobody's there. I just kind of, I look behind me and I turn back and I'm like, yup, yup, that about figures. And I look at the light ahead of me and I, I walk toward it. And as I'm walking toward it, I'm just like, nothing, nothing good comes of this. Th this, this doesn't end well but I walk to the light anyway. As if you're standing in front of an enormous mirror, a tiefling who looks much like you walks into the light at the same time as you. Oh, you recognize shit. your brother. <gasps> Tell me a little bit about him. Oh my God. What does he, he, he look like? He is red, actually. Uh, he's red, but he does look pretty much exactly like me. And uh, he's got kind of a, a, a handlebar mustache and goatee. And he looks pretty beat up. He's got a lot of scars, but he looks like he's earned those scars from a really rough life. And he's, he's similarly a, uh, a rogue. And he, he, doesn't seem, he doesn't seem stoked to be here. He's kind of looking around like he's very confused. He doesn't understand. And uh, as the two of you meet eyes and recognize each other for a moment, um, he his resolve sort of seems to solidify, uh, and he looks at you. And then he turns away and starts walking away from you. And what was a focused light on the, on the floor becomes a, a soft glow that emanates throughout this entire room. And you see that he's walking into a lake. He begins to walk into this lake, and he reaches the point where his head goes under, and he starts to swim, and you can see a glow after him as he goes downward into the lake and disappears into a tunnel. Uh, fuck. Had to be a lake. I don't think he likes lakes. Okay, okay. Shit. You can do this. You can do this. 
You know what? You can, you, you know, drown, drown once, shame on me. Drown twice, it's my fault. And I, I just walk straight into the water and I start like getting deeper and every step I take feels like agony as I get deeper into this water. And once I'm neck deep, I start having a panic attack and I start breathing rapidly and I'm like, okay, deep breaths, deep breaths. You gotta get, you gotta, you gotta find him. There's, you gotta figure this out. Give me a constitution saving throw. All right, 19. With the 19, uh, you you manage to steal yourself, um, and you go down into the water, heading towards the tunnel. Um, and as you enter the tunnel, you can see um, far ahead of you just like the the tail end of this this glowing light uh, that seems to be following your brother. Um, I assume you continue to go through. I, I like I swim as fast as I can, and I'm holding my breath tight, and I'm like trying not to panic. As I get closer and closer, but everything around me gets darker and darker, and everything it just feels awful. And give me an athletics check as you as you continue along here. Eleven. Eleven. So you're not swimming like you you don't swim a lot because of your fear of water um, or because of your, your fear of drowning. And because you don't swim a lot, you don't swim particularly well. It, it takes a lot, of, there's like a lot of moving and stuff and a lot of pulling at the water and not a ton of progress. And so as you start feeling like you're catching up, uh, you're, you're just about out of air at this point. And right as you feel like you're about to run out of air, you notice directly above you a light and a tunnel leading upwards. Give me one more constitution saving throw. Seventeen. With a seventeen, uh, you manage to push through, uh, and you manage to, to shake off the fear and to, to shake off everything holding you back, and you swim up to the top, and you emerge in a new cave. <laughs> oh God damn it! Oh, oh, that was terrible. I never want to do that again. Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, fuck water. Uh, and just about 20 feet away, you see that there is a gray door embedded in the wall of the cave. Okay. Let me get that door. I'm out of here. And as you walk through the door, you enter a new hallway, and everybody appears behind you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hey, hey, he's back, hey. What's up? You're back! Oh my god, that was the worst! And suddenly, all of you are standing in a we, new we hall. We saw everything, right? Yeah, you got, you all were able to observe. Swanson is soggy, right? Yes. I'm like dripping wet. He is soaking wet. Like a graham cracker and a bowl of milk. <sighs> and that, that doesn't make the cold much more enjoyable. My cold breath is like out in front of me turning into small icicles. I take out my cloak and give it to give it to you, Swanson. You can have my cloak. Can, can, can I use... Can I use prestidigitation to dry his clothes? I believe so. Look. Well, regardless, here's an extra cloak. Aw. It doesn't bill off. Thanks, I appreciate it. Hey, buddies. Uh, yeah, you can you can warm a cubic meter or cubic foot of material. I was also going with the, the cleaning properties. I can, like, dry clean them. 
But I can also make it warm. I'll do both. I'll dry clean them and then warm them up beyond that. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, I see. You instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dope. I look around at everybody and I just go, so, uh, did you guys see that or? No, totally. No, I, I don't know what happened. Um, if anything embarrassed happened, dang, I missed it. Oh, no. We saw it. We saw it all. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, we can unpack all this later. Agree. Okay, during feeling story. Nah. You hear another loud creaking as a door appears at the end of this hall. This time with Mika's do name on slow it. Slow turn. Uh. So, should I just barrel through the wall again, and so it cannot be my turn? Yeah, yeah I'm down for that. I guess oh, you could try, you but uh, speaking speaking from my my biased point of view, I think you should just open the fucking door. Swans is now on the track of decisions. He went through it. Everyone's gotta. I just feel like we're not gonna get out of here until we all go through our goddamn door. So let's just get it over with. He's secretly trying to bond with you. I try and pry my name off the door. You are unsuccessful. Okay. All right, bud, you got this. Let me roll uh, all my dice real quick. Yeah, you're unsuccessful. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the total of these seven dice was more than one. You're unsuccessful. Okay. I, 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 I hand my borrowed glasses back to Val and open mm -hmm. my door. Thank you. Mika, you pass through your door. Um, and you find yourself underground. And uh, you take a look around, and you actually recognize where you are. You're, you're in the city of Madras. Uh, and Madras is a, is a city that's just below ground um, in, in Tarawan. And this is the main entryway to the Underdark. There's a large caravan that's going by, uh, and this, this caravan is filled with slaves that are being smuggled to the Underdark. Does the caravan see me? Uh, the caravan is moving along sort of a main road. You're just standing off to the side of the road. They, they're not giving you much Okay, much I attention. go behind a bush, a very large bush, so they don't see me. Oh, no, 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 no. See, that assumes that you can move. What? As you attempt to move your arms and legs, you realize that you are frozen in place. I as can't this do caravan anything. begins to go by you. What do you mean? I, what the, uh... the caravan rolls by, uh, and as it does, uh, Bria runs up behind you, and she says, "Are you ready?" No, I can't move. This is where we change everything. And she she holds in her hand flint and steel. And you start to you start to remember what happened on on that fateful day when the gate to the Underdark was closed. And you remember that it was blasted. Bria holds the flint and steel in her hand and says, It's time to change the world. And she bounds off 
headed towards the gate. And you sit there, unable to move. Jesus Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Right! Sounds like a plan! I'm at a disadvantage, right? Just regular constitution for this one. 19. With a 19, you find yourself able to move slightly. You, you can walk at maybe a rate of a, a mile an hour. Um, but you, you can start to move your arms slowly. Okay, and, and I want to start to move as fast as I possibly can to stop Maria. At a, at a snail's pace, you work your way towards the opening gate, um, and you hear outcries and, and loud, some, something's going on, there's some sort of commotion at the gate, um, and you can hear the clanging of swords. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. Your speed slows, and you hear a voice in the back of your head, and uh, you you recognize this voice. He says, "It's been a long time since we've done this," and like that, the voice is gone. But you you recognize that voice. That voice has been in your head before, and that voice has stopped you from being able to move before. You recognize the voice of Kaldur. <laughs> that fucker's dead! Uh, as uh, you hear the, the clangs from, from up the hill beginning to get louder and louder, and then a deafening explosion. And the, the light from the outside world that spills through the gate generally lights up the city of Madras, but you you can see shadows of the rocks and the rubble beginning to fall and beginning to bury the Underdark, as you are able to do nothing. As you turn and survey the damage around you, you notice that in the side of the building next to you, there's appeared a great door. I want to go to the great door now. Uh, with it within reach, you are able to grab the, the handle of the great door and open it and step through into another hallway. Uh, all of you reappear in the hallway. Oh, hey, girl. We're not going to talk about it. I, I, I hand her the glasses back. I put them on. So she can hide her emotions under the mustache. So I'm just going to throw this out preemptively, because you guys still have to go through your doors, but we're definitely getting drunk later. Ditto. Wish I was drunk right now. Let me continue with my inconsistent on-again, off-again relationship with alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with Bria. <laughs> oh, damn. We're not going to talk about it. Wait, I thought we were talking about it. We're not talking about what God said, because fuck God. He's a motherfucker. Damn. Damn! You hear another rumbling, and this time it almost feels like the hallway itself is shaking. You can feel a presence, you can almost hear, like, the way that it shakes almost sounds like a, a deep voice talking from a distance that's just booming through this hallway. Make it like, and the, the walls are just shuddering and they begin to peel. And Damn. Right in front of you appears a new door, and it says Valentine. Ugh. What is 
doing this? Not it. I'm really not into this. But, uh, hey, Good Val, luck, buddy, Val. looks like you're up. Yep, yep, yep. You, uh, you need a pep talk, or? You want your glasses back? No, you hold on to those. I'll come back. I'll be back for them. That's the spirit. You better come back, motherfucker. And I, I go through the door backwards, just looking at them, and I just open it and step back. As you back through the door, um, the door shuts in front of you, and suddenly, like, the walls of this room that you're walking backwards into, because all you can really see is the walls, um, are actually this, like, really ornate oak. Um, and it's, like, it's this really beautiful, well-lit room, and as you begin to continue walking backwards, you can tell me when you turn around, but as you continue walking backwards, uh, you notice that there's a large crowd of people seated in rows, uh, and those rows appear to be contained within uh, little boxed areas. I'll turn around. Uh, you turn around and you see that you are in a courtroom. Mm. It is a, it is an ornate courtroom. Uh, go ahead and roll a history check for me real quick. Okay. Ugh, that was so close to being really good. Uh, 15. Out of 15, you remember popping your head in and attending a, a few cases here. Uh, and you remember during the time of the persecution of the fools when they were outlawed completely by, by Democus at the beginning, uh, they would hold these trials. And these trials were just, just an absolute sham um, because it was, you know, basically they would ask questions like, have you ever made fun of the crown? And, you know, every every jester, every fool worth his copper uh, would, of course, have. So either they would have to lie and would be proven to have lied, or they would tell the truth and be executed. Now, as you walk into this room, uh, you notice that Trax, Swanson, and Mika are all here as well. What? But the three of them, and you all are you all are here. You're you're full on in the room. Uh, but each of you is under a guillotine. Oh, right. oh shit! How did I get here? The uh, the presiding judge stands in front of the uh, in front of the small crowd, and he says, "Ah, yes, your defender is here, Valentine." You must make the case for these three's lives. What are the charges? The charges are murder. Horseshit. Conspiracy. I don't remember that one. Treason. Fuck you. Nope. No, it totally nope. wasn't us. Uh-uh. And being members of the Guardians. I don't remember that one. Okay, the who? Well. Involuntary. Guardians? We were voluntold. <laughs> I've never heard of the Guardians in my life. Yeah, that's made up. Are they? Am I hearing everything they're saying, or is it just a you're hearing everything they're saying? Okay, everything. So you all are in the courtroom, and everything you say is being recorded by. Uh, there's a, there's a scribe uh, sitting the there. Court reporter. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I? Can I? I've got. I've got Trax's fiddle in hand, or just kind of holding it side. Can I kind of? Gently strum on a few of the strings and hum something to myself and cast a quick spell. I I don't think you have anything of Trax's. 
No, he. I let him borrow my fiddle. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he uses arcane focus. If ah. I don't have it now, that that's fine. But I that, no, no, no. That works. That works. I'm on. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, then I will cast enhance ability on myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, eagle splendor, which gives me advantage on charisma checks. Okay. Uh. So that's that just happens, correct? That just happens. I mean, go ahead and make a Constitution saving throw for me. Okay, okay. That's totally something I'm good at. Twelve. Okay. Go ahead. The judge stands, uh, and he says, "Make your defense now." Gentle people of the court, how, I ask, can one commit treason or conspire against? a crown that has no legitimacy to the office that it holds. Make a persuasion check for me. That's with advantage. 27. Hmm. These claims of yours are intriguing. And I'm inclined to think that you at least think that you're in the right. We but... all know that Democus did not wait for his proper time to take the throne. That he snatched opportunity from the jaws of opportunity. Yeah, make a... <laughs> Make a persuasion check, uh, and this time I would give you disadvantage, so but your normal. advantage cancels it out, so okay. normal roll. Yeah. I lean over to Mika, and I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> 25. I don't know him. <laughs> With a uh, 25, he says, now that is a bold claim. Let's, uh, let's give him a chance to defend himself. I... And Democus oh, no. walks into the room. That was oh, the shit. first time the rest of you have ever seen Demacus, although he's a little different than his portrait. Uh, instead of, you know, wearing, you know, he's just got the, the one sort of red cape, and he's got, like, a really nice uh, really nice sort of set of, like, formal armor on. Um, instead of all that, he's wearing what look like priest robes. They're, they're this really dark gray color. Um, and they almost seem to, to hum. And he he walks up and stands not where a witness would stand, but right in front of the judge. That's troublesome. And he says to you, prove it, fool. And before you can say a word, okay. you are crushed around the middle. And this feeling is obviously very, very familiar to you, but the hand that did it is not there. Instead, Demacus raises his hand, and you begin to float from the ground. Give me a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. I picked the wrong attribute to buff. That is a natural one. He's going to deal... Uh, that's going to be 16 damage. So that brings me down to 19? 19 hit points? 
and uh, he he drops you, and you, you fall to the ground again. Uh, and oh, I actually need to make a concentration saving throw. Because mm, take damage. It's a, con- yeah. a concentration spell. So Pardon. how much? It was it was sixteen damage. Correct. So the DC is ten. That, that was well. I actually rolled it with disadvantage, but still got an eighteen. So there you go. I maintain my concentration on the spell. Alright, uh, you managed to maintain your concentration as you hit the ground, uh, and you notice all around you suddenly patrons, the people watching, they no longer, they're no longer sitting. They're all beginning to cheer and clap, and uh, Democus looks over at the judge, and he says, Off with their heads. Fuck. That's a little tired. And three attendants uh, go over to the... Um, uh, I, I, I'm gonna do a thing... Hold on, real ch- quick checking, checking a thing. Uh, can I cast, try and cast a spell on Democus? You can. Okay. Um, first of all, I'll cast, I'm casting uh, Phantasmal Force, which uh, I believe requires a an intelligent saving throw from him, which he will probably make. But it's a twelve. He does not succeed. Copy. Uh, so phantasmal force, I craft an illusion that take root, takes root in his mind and appears real to him. And it's only perceivable to him. And I create an illusion of Vexel laying siege to Democus. So Vexel standing in the middle of the courtroom just attacking him? Yeah, Democus is the only one that can see it, though. Copy. Uh, Who's Vexel? Okay. You don't get to know. All you know is that Democus looks up in the air and he brings his hand up and you can see genuine fear in his eyes and he flexes his hand and the room is obliterated. And as everything falls, everything rumbles in the midst of just darkness the four of you fall to the bottom of this this pile of rubble and valentine you find yourself with your face pressed against the door that's like flat a, flat against the ground, the ground i just while laying on it i just pop it open you fall through the doorway and you land give me an acrobatics check with pleasure Uh, 18. So you you manage to, like, catch yourself. You don't do any fancy flips or anything, but you, like, fall through the door, and you fall down the hallway, and then halfway down the hallway, gravity seems to work again, uh, and you manage to catch yourself on all fours. Uh, and all four of you are all sitting there together, or standing there together. You still you still got your heads. Yeah. Not gonna talk about it. Uh, is the spell, is Phantasmal Force spell still going because it's a concentration spell i would know if it's still taking my concentration or is it it is no longer happening okay that's uh that's something all right so we good job everyone we all went through our doors we did our stuff Uh, now we can go home great let's go nice try tracks what are you talking about cut the the bullshit Uh, your turn you don't have to talk about it but you have to do it I just, I just re—I don't even look. I just reach out and turn the doorknob. 
So yeah, I, I mean, on cue, right behind you, you hear that same just like booming, just crunching sound as this door manifests. Um, and yeah, you so you open the door, and you find yourself standing in the Kadota Wilds. Yeah. And you uh, you're in the middle of a beautiful grassland. Is, is this North Kadota or South Kadota? <laughs> and uh and uh you you are not alone can you describe royce a bit for me um yeah so he's like this he's also a gnome um and royce is like uh about my actually like a few inches shorter because i'm like super fucking tall for a gnome um and he's kind of like i know there's not like filipino people in D D because there's no regular races but picture a filipino dude uh and that's royce there you go but no but shorter than me and uh the two of you carry bows and uh the two of you are actually out on a hunt right now. Um, you're you're working your way through this grassland, and you've just reached this small patch of forest. Uh, you're actually looking for edder caps, and you you guys really like hunting edder caps because like they like to like pillage villages and shit. They're they're not particularly they're nice fellows. Ass um, they're they're humanoid spider monsters. Oh, I hate that so much. So they don't they don't have they don't have like the eight they don't have the eight legs or anything like that. Um, but they like. If you took, like, a really, really, really fat dude with very, very long arms, but, like, also muscly, and imagine him with spider skin, is that. Yeah, he described it exactly like the picture. <laughs> I didn't even see the picture. I googled it. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, Trax likes to kill them because they're shitty and gross. Yeah, <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> and so uh, you two have actually been uh, chasing down uh, a couple of Ettercaps. Um, they they recently attacked a village pretty close to you guys, uh, and so you're you're hunting them down. And uh, go ahead and give me use uh, a nature check for hunting, or would you want to use something else? Uh, it's nature survival. or survival. I don't think. I survival. You could use either one. I'd be okay. fine with either. Which do better for me? Oh, survival must have. Wonk. Nature's more about knowledge, book, book knowledge. I rolled a 17. Okay, so with um with a 17, you're you're hot on a couple of uh, these these creatures' tails. Um, they they tend to actually be like pretty quiet and difficult to track. Um, but you, with your particular um, expertise in hunting monstrosities. You've hunted quite a few of these before, uh, and you know what you're doing. So the the two of you head into the woods, following this uh, this pair of ettercaps that you're tracking. Uh, and as you walk into a clearing, you find both ettercaps lying dead on the ground. Well, then roll a, roll a Constitution okay, no, saving throw gonna, for me. I was gonna do that. That was my thing. Wait, Constitution? Yeah, ro uh, roll a Constitution saving throw for me. Oh, it's a nat 20. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take my bow. <laughs> With a nat 20 on a Constitution saving throw, 
you look you look around and you see that the forest kind of like jitters um and it's 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 not i mean for you feel like a dreaming like it feels like a lucid dream right? so it's like i can't tell that it's not real right now you can kind of tell something something's off and maybe the stakes aren't that intense it's the matrix you notice ahead of you that there's an owl bear the owl bear is prowling around you, circling around to get behind Royce. Um, so I just like start like, we you know when you like you're like tapping somebody like really fast and it's just kind of like it's your hands a salmon. And you're like, no, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're moving, we're moving. I try to pull him along as I run, and I try to like loose a few arrows as I go. Okay, so you um, you try and get Royce's attention uh, and. Obviously, like, you know, he trusts your instincts on this stuff, and so if you're freaking out, he starts freaking out. Uh, and he, he starts to follow you, and you can hear just crunching behind you as Owlbear is, like, clambering over fallen trees, and they're just breaking underneath its enormous claws. Um, and as you look behind you to loose an arrow, um, you notice that there's not just one or three. Um, Roll a constitution. Use... Hold on. Uh, constitution okay, saving throw uh, at disadvantage. Um, ten. I did a ten. At a ten, Royce trips and falls. Um, fog cloud. Fog cloud. Yeah, that. That's what I'm gonna do. And uh, as you as you go to fog cloud, these three owl bears just flying at you, their eyes dead focused on Royce. Uh, go ahead and you, you put down your fog cloud. Um, I still have my movement, so I'm going to try to hop in between the owl bears and Royce. And as these three owl bears come tumbling directly into you, you can see their faces emerge through the fog right near your face. One more constitution saving throw, please. Tracks is kind of just like, th- like locking their eyes shut and like, kind of screaming, not really screaming, but screaming. Um, what am I wrong? Okay, good. It's a two. Oh, poof! Yay! With a two, the three owl bears reach Royce. <laughs> back off in horror at this point, unable to control the situation or do anything about it. Um, and you back into a tree. And this is an enormous, enormous tree. And in embedded in the tree is one of the gray doors. Well, um, I guess, oh, geez, fuck. Um, I just open it? I don't know. I think I'm dead. You grab the handle, but it won't open. Oh, fuck. I kind of just, like, collapse and start, like, punching the ground, like, fuck, no, fuck, no, why? Oh, of course it's me, yeah. And then I just kind of, like, tracks just starts kind of sobbing. 
and the three owl bears start to circle around you. Well, this is how I go. I guess that's them. I guess I've had an all right run. I can't even. I can't even like pull back a string on the bow. You've you've seen the three others make it through. And there's something to the conquering of their fears. So, tracks can't move, pull back the, the string on the bow, but as they jump, like, toward tracks to take the tracks out, three knives to the sky! Guess what? Knife! Knife! You get a knife! Fuck you! Knives! <laughs> uh, roll it, roll it, it. I do uh, have, like, 50 knives on me. Knife daddy. <laughs> roll an attack roll with advantage, please. And absolutely take a point of inspiration. Yes. We need points of inspiration all around, because y'all have been killing us. Oh, issues. hell yeah. This round's on, Austin. Was a, that was a bar joke. Ha ha, this guy. Ha ha. So all my knives are called Cats Out of the Dag. Yes. And cats Out of the Yeah, you get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so guess what? 24. <laughs> and with that, each of the uh, knives hits the owlbear square in, in the face, and the three of them just vanish in front of you. You! And you notice the, the forest beginning flicker before, and you realize that this is not 100% real. Something's going on here. Uh, and almost as if you were like in a simulation or something like that, um, all of the, the, the ground and the trees and everything around you disappears and you fall a couple of feet and you land standing in an enormous room. And suddenly all four of you are standing in this same enormous room. Trax is still throwing knives. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> it's over. Oh, no, what? I didn't, I didn't go through a door. No, oh, but you conquered your fear. Oh, well, okay, yeah. I did that. More, <laughs> more like li- relived past trauma. Yeah, it sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds like we all got some traumas we I need did. to discuss later. <laughs> I didn't have PTSD before, well. It's in the nightly debrief. No, I think you always had PTSD. Now you're just aware of it. <laughs> Fair. You have a diagnosis. Yay. I'll buy the first round, everybody. As you come out of this, uh, and you all are standing in the middle of this this very large, empty room, um, Mika, you hear that same laughing again in your head. Oh. And in, in front of the four of you, materializes Kaldur. That motherfucker's uh, dead. No. That mother... Ugh. I decapitated him and plucked what out his fuck? eyes. He is dead. That is not okay. Does he have I go, eyes? Like I I go into a barbarian rage. I don't know. Austin, does, does he have eyes or is it an eyeless Calder? He is uh, just as you saw him for the first time. Okay, well, and he's going to have four less he, eyes. He grins and uh, he you, you notice that in his arms all of a sudden appears Fortens. Oh, oh fuck. And Mika... And Mika, you feel out of a, a pocket in your armor the gem that you kept from Kaldur's staff. Damn it. 
floats out. And he reaches his hand out and it flies over to his hand. And he looks it over and he pockets it. Oh, I'm so mad. What's the, oh, it's a horcrux. I know Harry Potter. He stows away the gem in, in uh, in his robe and he says, you can have her back. Things are about to get a lot more interesting. And he pushes for tens forward and disappears. And suddenly the room that was so large closes down on you. Ah! And the five of you are pushed backwards out of the door ah! and are left lying nice. on the floor of the entryway to the floating tower. And the door disappears. I throw a javelin! Oh, man. You throw a javelin and that the floor. was some bad acid. And that's where we're going to call it for this special uh, Halloween episode of Danger Town. Uh, so I learned uh, <laughs> All I see is just Scott holding out his camera. <laughs> and like he has his little picture in the bottom and it's just him flipping off the camera. Uh, so, <laughs> Was it creepy enough for everybody? It was aye, good. Aye, aye. Jesus. I, I'm surprised Valentine wasn't like in his underwear also. Just like, quick, you have to defend, <laughs> you're, you're in court, you haven't prepared for this, Simon, and you're in your underwear. He's wearing the Grouch and Mark's glasses well, and, and I, underwear. I, I was just a like little say... thrown back with, with, with my backstory. <laughs> I, I would just like to say I'm very proud of our collective reactions to the charges that were levied against us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was uh, that was a ton of fun. I, I really I really liked the skill challenge last time, and so I kind of wanted to play around with like a variation on that for this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice. it was a lot of fun. I feel yeah, like that was good. That was good. I didn't understand how to play the game. <laughs> It was too real for me. You got well. That's yeah. You gotta live it. You gotta live it. Live the moment. Role play. <laughs> oh, it's like All I'm saying is, once in a while, you just gotta let yourself role play. All right. Thanks for listening to Danger Town, episode 19. We would like to thank Jared Newman for the use of our theme song. To hear more of his music, check him out on SoundCloud under Jared Newman Sound. As always, thank you to Thrive the Ark for all of our amazing art, which you can find on our website, thingyourtownpodcast.com. And remember, for a good time, carry 50 knife. Bye! Bye! Hasta Bye. la vista, toots. What? That, I don't think that's how that line goes. I liked it! Wait a minute, I thought you healed in the last episode. And you know how to heal. A little, I healed a, hey, Scott, cut your bullshit. Cut your bullshit. <laughs> hey!